0: Olha is a person who is building her life based on strong life principles and convictions. She is the chairman of the Education and Culture Committee of the Youth Council of Bukovina. She has organized and coordinated more than 10 successful projects that have changed the life of the community. And currently, she is an ambassador of European Values among the eastern partnership countries as well as a scholarship recipient and an international baccalaureate student at the eastern partnership european school Tbilisi new school in georgia olha how are you today
1: i'm so thankful and grateful to you for giving me such an opportunity today to be your guest and to be interviewed by this amazing podcast um, I'm in a good frames of mood, but uh, what is happening in my country today is a great abomination, and of course, uh, I suffer a lot and I feel um, really I feel the great heartbreak, and um, it leaves the imprint on myself. But I keep my mood up and I try to be positive and to keep my chin up. How are you, Aziz?
0: you're always so eloquent thank you i'm good although actually i was in ukraine when the war started and for eight days sheltered and barely was able to evacuate but to ask you in a way that this is a transformative experience it's negative of course but how did the war change you how were you before that And how did you become because of it? So, to be
1: perfectly honest, war changed my values in a great way. And it uh, played a crucial role in um, establishing my new reformed values. Before that, I was focusing on other things. And I was uh, uh, not that much mature of some things. But as for now, I realize that... uh, Um, My inner potential and my investment in knowledge is the highest priority for me now. And I need to do everything that is possible to rebuild my country. So war um, provoked such a strong emotional feeling and such a strong emotional uh, connection to my country. And now I understand that I'm the real change maker and I should be um, like on... I should invest in my country and I should do everything that in my hands to do that. And of course some values changed. Now I became um, much more close to uh, the beloved people. I realized that um, some things are not that important for us. They they shouldn't be so important to us. We should value some tiny details in our life. We should uh, be thankful and grateful to every single minute and second in our life and we should realize our potential fully of course so as the ukrainian as the ukrainian girl and as the representative of younger generation of ukrainians i realize that i need to i need to implement something really valuable for ukraine and i should uh, invest as much as it is possible in development of authenticity and uniqueness of our ukraine and of course um, i should value the smallest details in life so this is something that changed but the inner potential and that uh, light and fire inside of me um has even more <laughs> um it became even more Inside of me, and yeah, for for this sphere, I'm really, really uh, happy to 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 feel that inside of me that I'm motivated and inspired to by by the bravery, by the courageous of uh, the people, Ukrainian people, to promote to promote ours and to move towards the flourishing era of Ukraine. So this is something that changed inside of me during this period. <laughs>
0: Thank you. That's wonderful. And in many ways, I love, again, your eloquence and your patriotism. One of the guests said that in one second when the war started, all Ukrainians transformed into 10 times more patriotic than even before. Do you feel that? And what is your perspective on the current war situation? And What do you think or believe personally will happen next? How will the victory happen or will it be a longer war or what do you believe?
1: So the twenty-fourth of February, of course, was the fatal date that altered my life, that altered the values and priorities as well as destinies of millions of Ukrainians by 360 degrees. And of course, we all became much more patriotic. Mm, I should confess that I used to be patriotic and I am patriotic and that has that feeling has never ever got away from me. And everything that I was doing, all my social work, all my volunteering, all uh, uh, my investment in myself was dedicated to Ukraine. And I uh, was always eager to contribute to the development of my country. And I was uh, 100% sure that I will come back to Ukraine and rebuild it. So, um, of course, it even boosted this this uh, um, atrocity, this abomination. It even boosted my patriotic spirit. And it created such um, um, such a face in the... Flourishment and in my own strength that I will be able to, to do that. Um, and I should confess that I had never ever seen the war up so close before the 24th of February. And I was uh, in Ukraine during those terrible, um, terrible actions of Russia. I was in my home city. I communicated with my friends from Kiev, from uh, um, other parts of Ukraine. And I was shocked. I I I was like in in desperation and because I had always lived under the blue yellow colored flag which symbolizes the main values of Ukraine freedom and peace and I had never ever thought that the war can even be the case in the 21st century century of democracy negotiations and peacekeeping but you know the uh, Russia doesn't have any restrictions and boundaries And uh, the madding of Russia into our country's affairs proved my assumptions to be absolutely wrong and changed everything upside down. And I cannot even express how how much outrage and heartbreak I feel. And um, of course, like if talking about um, this special operation in Ukraine, we cannot predict... What will be in the future? Because the person who is committing all these crimes and who is committing this kind of uh, war is just unpredictable. <laughs> this is uh, the man who is uh, uh, like in his own, who is flying is his own world. But um, I know one hundred percent. I'm hundred 100 percent sure that. Uh, our majestic Ukrainian civil society and our majestic Ukrainian confrontation um, will take a stand and we will win and we will cope with this hell and with this um, with, with these sufferings. And um, I have to outline the fact uh, that uh, I was 99% sure that Russia won't commit this kind of atrocity. And... I was like living my normal life, but then it happened. And it, but in fact, it wasn't the spontaneous war. Vladimir Putin uh, and his immoral and ruthless dictatorship—he um, he actually planned this invasion, and he is acting high and mighty, pretending that everything is going smoothly, but it is not. And he calls this the special operation, which is definitely not. So, um, and. Uh, I know for sure that missiles, tanks and all of these bombs, shellings around Ukraine, they won't um, break our spirit. And I should confess that, um, uh, our, that we can counter this war. Ukrainians can counter this war with our defense and our humanity, our desire for peace and our faith in freedom and democracy, which we will always defend. Belief in freedom and democracy alone will not stop the tent but I know for sure that a tent cannot destroy the face. No army, no repression is stronger than the belief in freedom and democracy in people's hearts. And I do believe that our sufferings are temporary and soon we will be full of energy to rebuild our magnificent Ukraine. I don't want each and every Ukrainian to come back home and invest in the flourishment of our country, of our Ukraine. We are stronger when we are together. And uh, I know that all of uh, the actions that uh, Vladimir Putin and his regime is doing now, they will be severely punished. And we will see that in the future. Because um, what he is doing is the barbarism and the great atrocity. And I'm thankful to everyone who supports Ukraine right now. And I'm thankful to everyone who tries to raise the money who organized the church-building nations, who attends those demonstrations and actions and takes actions. And we all want to stop the bloodshed. We all are eager for a ceasefire. And the whole world wants peace. And I'm 100% sure that uh, the peace will come and Ukraine will win and become the symbol of uh, freedom and peace. Yes,
0: slava I, I agree slava. with you so much. And I want to know, though, you're exceptional and very different from other people. Did you raise yourself? Or were you somewhat actively influenced by some things that made you the person who you are today?
1: Thank you for your question. Yes, I try to I try to promote myself in all the possible ways because I understand that um, all that I have and all that I will have is lying in my hands, and I should take action. I should promote myself, and I should do something towards my goals, do something towards my aims, and I should work on myself. Uh, and uh, to be honest, uh, my social activist work, my volunteering work and my um, great um, push towards this sphere uh, started from uh, the early childhood and i I believe so because my parents has always uh, um, ha- has uh, raised me as the person with the strong life convictions and they have uh, uh, given me the sense of um, the values that I should uh, Uh, have forever in my soul and I'm grateful to them because they uh, um, they they introduced me to the world of different extracurricular activities I took active part in different uh, um, activities and this of course helped me to create the new version of myself the today's version of myself but um, I want to outline uh, uh, an interesting um, acquaintance that happened to me in summer 2018, I guess. And this was the starting point, the realization of my uh, patriotism and of my active um, position in life. This was the um, the meeting with um, Piyush Kumar and this was the Indian volunteer Isaac volunteer, we hosted this person in our house. And um, that was the starting point. Why? Because um, why, his, why our interaction and communication, I could realize that uh, um, it is uh, of the highest importance to, to be who you are today, to promote your values, to promote your ideas and uh, to love your country. And he told me the very important and very nice words that I don't be I shouldn't be afraid of being afraid. I should be afraid not facing my fears and failures. I shouldn't be afraid to defy convections that kills art and soul inside of me. And he approached so far uh, my uh, futuristic maturity. He showed me what the patriotism is. He showed me how knowledgeable and reasonable the person should be and how I should stand for my own ideas and for my own priorities and values. This was really valuable and I'm thankful to him and I'm thankful to the words that he said to me one day because starting from that point, I applied for the... Um, free foundation of original initiations organization. Then I started my work in the other organization and volunteering. And then it all came. So this was such a starting point, And this person boosted my realization, my self realization and boosted my potential. So such a story.
0: It's a wonderful story. And I cannot not mention that some people think you look 12 or 13 but you're not you're a lot more mature than that do you feel like a woman or like a child
1: thank you for such an interesting question uh to be perfectly honest um about my age and about looking not like the 17 year girl um i'm totally fine with that and i find it even as the um, even as the as the beneficial part because when i started my um, social activist like career and volunteer uh, work i um, i was like 13 or 14 years old and uh, some uh, older Um, young uh, people they uh, told me that it is not appropriate to to be here in at such an age it is you may experience the burnout you may um, feel that you are doing too much and this may eventually lead you to uh, that burnout and that they looked at me like Not seriously, they uh, took me not seriously, but I had my ideas and I had something inside of me and I wanted to realize my ideas fully by uh, becoming the member of the organizations, by volunteering. And yeah, I was the youngest (laughs) member of all of those institutions, but I don't regret it. And this proved me that um, it doesn't mean how old, matter how old uh, you are, The most important thing is what you have inside, what you are engaged with, what you are involved into, and how are you planning to contribute? This is the most important thing. These are the most important things, basically. Not how old are you, of course. And now I would like to go to the second question about uh, my own feelings. Uh, I don't feel like a child. I don't feel like my values can be uh, compared to the childish ones. Maybe I look like a child, but I'm not a child. I'm a woman. I'm the person who is ready to um, evolve, who is ready to pursue my dreams, who is ready to promote my values and promote my ideas. So um, I don't feel like a child anymore. And uh, I don't think that I'm a child anymore as well. And I think that we all have to grow up even faster today because of these horrible events. And the um, younger generation should uh, take a stand and to develop themselves even in the faster faster, uh, pace. So um, I feel like a woman. I feel like a powerful woman who can change the world and who can bring in um, the actions and who can bring in new ideas and possible solutions to the um, problems and issues that are in my country and that are globally.
0: Again, I love your eloquence. You're like a poetress who is just speaking in prose instead of poetry. And then since you feel like a woman what does it mean for you to be a woman what is femininity is it an energy is it an attitude is it a behavior a look and at the same time what is to you masculinity how do you experience it and how would you describe that as well right
1: thank you for the question So, to me, femininity means um, confidence, confidence in being a woman. It is when you have the fire inside of you that is always lit. And it means when you are ready to take action. In being a woman uh, who balances both strong and soft traits, I see the power. So, I think that a woman is the person who can be harmonic and well-balanced. It means uh, owning uh, all of the assaults and leading with confidence. It means not hiding the attributes, but wearing the gender and body with pride. So when you are wearing your body, when you are accepting yourself fully, then you are a woman who can be written from the big letter W. And it is, of course, being verbal, being communicative, being emotive, or being uh, having an appreciation for beautiful and aesthetically pleasing things. It is when you um, can um, be both. So you you shouldn't be like one. Uh, Accepted, you know, model like a woman, you can be different. You can be, you can have the variety of traits. You can have the variety of uh, emotions. You can act like you wish. You can act freely. You don't have the uh, certain, uh, you know, set of guidelines that you need to follow to be the perfect woman. It's when you accept yourself, it's when you are who you are with all of the values that you will last forever. And again, masculinity for me um, is also something similar. I don't think that masculinity is something, you know, I'm a man, I'm the protector, I'm the feeder of my family, I have to do this and that, I have to work physically, and so on and so far. So um, men are also allowed to be emotional. Men are also allowed to feel something. They are also allowed to be themselves, and I think that this acceptance this should be present both in the femininity and masculinity. And but but still, I do believe that masculinity is also connected to the ability to protect and ability to um, to act uh, mighty. I mean to to be. Like strong and to keep strong, but I don't deny the fact that man can be emotional, man can cry sometimes, or even not sometimes. It's it's our human rights, and I think that there is there should be the equality between us, between the men and girls, and I believe that uh, in the future it will be established, because we are human beings, and we are endowed with the same abilities, and I believe that we should accept ourselves the way we are. And we should uh, promote ourselves as we are, and try to endeavour what we are eager to pursue and what we are eager to see in ourselves. So this is my own perspective on this case.
0: I love your perspective. And you mentioned often your values, your principles, that they're not childish, that you have clarity on them how did you figure out your values and principles how did you choose them and if there is a person who might feel lost because they don't know their values what's your advice for them so that they can figure them out thank you
1: again for the question so basically i don't think that values they're just found on or they're just lost I think that the values should be established through the uh, experiences, through your work, through your lifetime, through your life journey. So when you lie, when appearing in this world, everyone lights its own his or her own star, and then you move your compass, you move your um, life path towards something that you want to pursue, and on that life path, you can feel. Um, lots of you can feel desperation. You can feel success. You can uh, find some um, routes that are more challenging and uh, some that are easy. And of course, this plays the role. And of course, this has something to do with the values. So all of the challenges, all of the successes, all of the experience, they do shape your values and they do um, they do influence the values. Sometimes certain experiences can reform those values. It is the case with Ukraine and the case in war. I know my um, my friend, my friend who is studying here in Belize as well, she told me that before the war she wasn't that much patriotic and she felt like she wanted to stay abroad. But after these uh, terrible and horrible events, she felt such a great you know, connection with her country that her values changed. She understood that uh, it is far better to stay in your country because it's your people. And she is actually from Bucha and uh, she she just realized a lot about this and she got the new perspective of herself and about her values. So my values personally are shaped by the experiences. And I do recommend to everyone to shape the values via those experiences. You cannot sit and just think one day that, okay, so what are my values? Okay, so maybe this and that and that. You should go through some challenges. And if you don't have those challenges, you cannot do that. After some challenges, after some experiences, you can sit, you can think over your values. You can think about this certain, certain activities, certain interests that you are involved in, about certain people in your people in your life, and then you can just write down your values, and you can just find those values. And um, I think that it is rather important also to talk to some people uh, who have uh, their values already found, and to to actually to find out about their own values, and maybe in your values are similar. And in my case, I also um, was the part of, I am the part of the foundation of regional initiations. This is a social organization, public organization, and this public organization has uh, um, the main values, its main values. And while uh, we are accepting, so the HR manager accepts the person into the uh, organization, he or she shares these values with the person. And if the person feels that these values are kinda similar to his or or her maybe in his life, so maybe something appeals to him, so then it is uh, it is important to know that and to stick to those principles and life convictions and those values. So I believe that values are shaped through our experiences, and we should go through that experiences and challenging uh, challenges, and we should try ourselves in different situations. And in those situations, we'll be able to find out what we value most, and what we will maintain in ourselves in the future, maybe what is most important to us, and what is essential to us. So values and experiences, these are interconnected words for me,
0: you always have such a wise perspective. And to bring it to more globally to all of Ukraine, some sociologists and psychologists argue that this experience, the war, will traumatize the whole generation in a negative way, will create PTSD, and that Ukrainians will never be the same. At the same time, you were speaking about how experiences, even challenging ones, can allow us to grow and understand our values and get clarity on the principles to live by what is your thought will this war traumatize ukrainians is or will it be an opportunity for them to live more with an understanding of their values and how can that process be promoted more so that instead of trauma it becomes growth? Wow, that's an amazing
1: question. Thank you. such a well thought and well considered mm, so of course, even challenges, they do contribute to our growth as the people, as the humanity, and if talking globally, this war also will have the, the positive, of course, um, our look on our nation in the future surely uh, it is a difficult time and surely people will be traumatized because of uh, like those people who uh, were raped those people who were kidnapped those people who were bombed shelled, of course they will feel traumatized it is impossible to forgive such things it is impossible to um continue living with those life those, those things but i think only people with a strong inner potential, and with the strong souls, and Ukrainians are such people, <laughs> uh, yes, we can, we can promote ourselves, our, ourselves, and the world cannot be like the boundary and the, mm, you know, this, this special wall that is uh, um, just, uh, just, that is uh, between the world and between us. So, I think that war is the challenging experience, but it, it is also the life lesson to all of us. Because sometimes we forget about the small details of our life. We forget about the um, such minorities that, that are important in our lives. We forget about the values and we forget about our patriotic feeling. And I surely believe that after such um, an atrocity and abomination, um, we will be able to to conduct a better life. We will be able to rebuild our country and we will be able and people will be able to um, rebuild their own mental health as well. Um, of course, we all feel Desperate heartbreak, outrage. And sometimes when I'm sitting here in Belicia and uh, some fireworks are uh, in the town, I feel like it is the uh, missile or I feel that it is like the uh, uh, the plane uh, uh, around this town. And it is, uh, it, it, it is uh, horrible. It is drastic. It is terrible. But I feel that Ukrainians will cope with that. And I feel that in order not to be that much traumatized, we shouldn't focus on our problems and issues right now. People who can, they should invest in themselves. People who can, they should uh, think about the um, rebuild of Ukraine. They should not think about the, uh, oh, the problems, you know, this kind of thinking. When you think that something is horrible, and when you are thinking that oh my god I, I I cannot do this or oh I'm I'm stuck with that, then this will be like two, three, four times harder for you to cope with. So we have to have the positive outlook on life. We have to be positive about that. We are winning this war. We are yes, we lost lots of lives and this is horrible, this is drastic, but these people are heroes. But we should continue our lives. We should not be like too much traumatized because Ukraine won't uh, um, like won't be able to live without us. And it, it would be impossible to conduct the, the great life with uh, such kind of people. So, I'm 100% sure um, that it is vital to to stay uh, with the, in, in the great mind and to be um, conscious enough about what you are doing. And it is vital just to focus on the rebuild of our, renewal of our Ukraine, not to focus on all the bad things, but to think positively and to think strategically. It is important today to think strategically, to have the... A certain perspective of what we are going to do next so to have uh, some something in your mind that you will contribute to ukraine because of course this is like ukraine needs to rebuild the renewal in the full scale and everyone should contribute so i think that ukrainians uh, should uh, should invest into into their uh, own uh, mindset and their worldview and they should think positively. And we should uh, not, um, we will never forgive this to Russia. And of course we will, uh, we will fight till the end and uh, we will try to look positively and we will rebuild our Ukraine and we will not be traumatized. We will be Strong, we will be powerful and we will build the new, flourishing, and perspective country um, that everyone will be jealous of.
0: <laughs> That's a wonderful image. I love how you're ending on such a positive note. Allah, it was a privilege, a pleasure, and I wish you not only hope but practical success. And victory for Ukraine. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you again for inviting me. Thank you again for giving me the opportunity to express my thoughts. Thank you again for conducting such an amazing podcast. And thank you for sharing the truthful information and banning the manipulation and propaganda and showing the people the truthful information and facts about what is happening in Ukraine, about the People, Ukrainian people and that that is that is what I'm exceptionally grateful for this is extremely important today and this is of the highest importance to um, spread the facts and spread the uh, ideas of Ukrainians and I'm I'm just really, really grateful to you. Thank you for what you're doing. And thank you for inviting me. Uh, It was a pleasure to talk to you. It was a pleasure to share my ideas. Thank you.
0: Always and thank you too.